What's up, Treadheads? I'm John. And I'm Joe. And welcome to another episode of Spread the Dread Podcast. Joe, who are we talking about this week? Mark Godot. I think that's the right way to say that. I, yeah. It sounds French, but he's American (laughs) as fuck, and most of this takes place in Arizona. Yeah. This is a melting pot of a fucking episode, for sure. (laughs) But yes, we're going to talk about Mark Godot, the baseline killer, Uh and we're rolling right along, Joe, with episode three of Black History (laughs) Month celebration right here on Spread the Dread Podcast. The numbers, Samuel Little did real good. He did did great. Henry Louis, was it Henry Louis Wallace? Yes. Mm-hmm. Through the fucking roof. And I know all of our stoned ass fans out there, you saw that he was codenamed the Taco Bell Killer. And that's why you went there. And I appreciate that. Uh, however, y'all need to show out like that every goddamn week there's a new episode because that motherfucker is crushing it. Uh, so thank, thank y'all so you. much. What? I was going to say, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, thank y'all so much for all of that. Um, Let's see here. There's not not been too much going on with us. You're still killing it in school. I'm still employed, oddly <laughs> enough. Um, so yeah, let's you know what? Let's just get right the fuck into this thing. A uh, little bit of housekeeping, obviously. At first, yeah. thank you guys so much. We've had some new reviews posted up, but now we saw the reviews. But whoever posted those reviews didn't do the next step to get those free five-star super spreader spread the dread podcast stickers where you have to send us a screenshot of that review along with your mailing address to our ig or our facebook or our gmail and we're going to get you a couple of stickers out to everybody who was owed stickers those literally hit the mailbox today so and we're recording this on tuesday you're listening on wednesday they hit them on tuesday so you guys should be getting them by the end of this week sorry for our slack assery but if you listen to this podcast i I don't know why the fuck that would surprise you at all. Uh, but definitely big thanks to everybody out there. Drop us some good reviews. Make sure you're doing that on Apple. Make sure you're doing that on Spotify. And then, like I said before, take a screenshot of it. Message that over to our Gmail or our Facebook or our IG along with that screenshot uh, and your mailing address. And we'll get you some free stickers out. Joe, for everyone new and old, what's the best place to go to connect with us? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Oh, what are they going to find there? Uh, most popular podcast applications as well as our social media, our merch store, and our donation tiers. Absolutely. And there's a player built right into the site. Uh, that's hosted by the the people who uh, post us up, Podbean. You can listen to all the episodes right there, uh, especially if you're at work or something and just want them to keep playing one after another. (laughs) There's a great player right there for you. But yes, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. And of course, as I said earlier, Facebook and IG to reach out, or you can also reach out to us on Gmail. It's spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. Again, want to remind everybody, we're still doing the promo swaps. Uh, we haven't had anything new happen. I don't know if this is that time of the year or if our reputation has started to get around. <laughs> uh, you know, at this point, I'm just going to start running ads for our fucking boys and girls in Australia, the bag of nabbies, every fucking week until somebody decides that they want to do something different because uh, they stay in touch. But again, if you have a podcast or a business or something like that, Get with us on our Facebook or IG, and we can figure out how to do a promo swap for that. Uh, is there anything else, Joe? No. I know we were kind of we were kind of going to push right into it this week, but you guys, the numbers are fucking great. Uh, after our our winter break, we had to take for you know like Christmas and our New Year vacation and all that shit. Mm-hmm. They went right back up through the fucking roof. Yeah. 
we're crushing it and uh we yeah. haven't had to that's because y'all thank you <laughs> right and because we don't mention ivermectin r.i.p joe rogan eventually oh god <laughs> hey oh. that makes room at the top for us <laughs> but without further ado and i'm gonna say a jew because our killer's name is mark Goodjew, <laughs> even though he's black and not french to the best of my knowledge but he's got that name so joe mm. let's plug right in to this week's episode and you're going to hand down the bio like only you know how to do about Mr. Mark Godot, the baseline killer. All right. So Mark Godot was born September 6, 1964, and he is currently six, or 57 years old. Um, he is in Phoenix, Arizona, and so uh, is he? Was he born in Phoenix? And I'm, yeah, he was born in spo- Phoenix. Spoiler yeah. Alert, how I've been mostly handling the notes mm-hmm. myself. It's a it's a complete reversal this week. You handled these notes. You gave me a, a week off, so I'm coming in completely fucking. I am rusty though. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but he was so he was born in Arizona. Was he? He was born in Phoenix. Yes, he was born in Phoenix, Arizona, and he's actually the second youngest of fourteen total kids. Whoo, that's a lot of fucking. <laughs> God, all oh, fucking mighty. Yeah, his father Willie Godot uh, was a car dealer, lot attendant. Wait, his- Father's name was Willie Godot. Yeah. Do you think it was like William? I don't know. He has a French last name. I'm not happy about this that he's not French. How many French people? Well, we don't know about his dad's like background. He could have like been you know Louisiana and Creole or something like that. Because then you know the French and all of that in that area. So either way, we know that uh, that uh, Mr. Mark Godot ate a lot of gumbo growing (laughs) up. Maybe a little some of them crawdaddies. I don't know. <laughs> All right, go on. All right, so Willie Godot, car dealer, lot attendant. His mother was? Oh, uh, Alberta Godot. Um, she was actually a maid. She died in 1976 when Mark was only 12 years old. So, all right, so he was the second youngest of 14 kids. Mm-hmm. Did she die, like, birthing the 14th? Or So I remember, because I, I know, like, you did the notes, but we also, like, kind of co-researched, finding, like, links and stories. Yeah. Not a lot about this dude as a no, kid. No, no, no. This dude yeah. was literally the most, probably the most undocumented fucking kid, maybe, that we've had on this fucking show. Yeah. Which is crazy, because we've had... Serial killers that were like, you know, in USSR and shit like that. And I mean, at the very least, Mark Godot was like on par with them for how much is actually known about his childhood. Yeah, I, you know, it's crazy. It's like clean shaven. Like there's nothing there. Right. All right. So his mother dies. He's 12. She dies in 76. Yeah. And at this point, Joe, Mark moves in with an older sister. He's, oh, you know what? (laughs) That's where I'm fucking confused right there. Second youngest of 14. I'm thinking second oldest. Oh, So no. that's where my yeah, dates, yeah. I was just like, God damn, how did she get 12 more kids now, like, in literally 12 years? Oh, like, no, no, yeah, yeah. back to back season, some triplets up in there. So, okay, so. Yeah. so but, and the- I couldn't find out why she passed away. Um... I I didn't, I was trying to like looking for like a gravesite, couldn't find one. Was there any? Could you find? Can we find anything about her? Like like what caused it? No, I couldn't find anything. So she, I'd love to know more. I like, feel free if you know. Great, I did not see it. I would probably say this is one of the ones we had the most sources mm. that we had to cobble shit together. Usually, we're able to pull like. Obviously, you got Wiki. Mm. We like Murderpedia. And then we try to find like one or two kind of localized stories mm. that came from the area of the killer so that yeah. you get kind of more of a home base 
thing, but I mean, this one, Jesus, I, I don't even know how many different fucking sources we had to go through to even cobble together this many notes on him, but it's crazy because he's literally, like, if you search up some of the more infamous or prolific black serial killers, he's in at least the top 10, yeah. probably top five if you're talking about America only. No, I agree with you on that. No, but I was, it was crazy that I couldn't find anything. Like, it was just... Certain spots are just so clean cut. Right. All right. Well, let, let's continue on with the childhood shit that we know, I guess. Yeah. So, like like we just said, Mark, he ended up uh, moving with an older sister after his mom's death. Um, he played football at Corona del Sol High. That's and a sexy sounding high school. <laughs> and I put he wasn't very good, but it was, it was unclear if he was just not good at it or if he just didn't put his all into it or... It just really wasn't clear cut. I just threw it in there, but well, either way, we're not talking that's... collegiate football player. Yeah, you know? He's no. Playing foot, but he played my kind of football. Yeah, like one article had mentioned, like he wasn't as good as like an older brother or something. So like trying to do oh, comparisons, but okay, I you can't substantiate that. No, well, that's the whole thing. Is like each each little source that we I would even look at while you were doing the notes, just mm-hmm. kind of just dicking around and reading it. One would say one thing, and then literally none of the other sources would validate it. Yeah. So if there's somebody out there who's listening, who, I don't know, did like a fucking thesis on Mark Godot, feel free to chime in. But I'm going to tell you what, like this, it was crazy when I was picking the four topics for Black History Month. I mean, he was literally, and I I checked like several kind of lists Mm. and things like that. Mark Godot was always popping up. And so, honestly, it, like when I kind of first did some initial research just to make sure there was going to be enough, you know, there, there, mm-hmm. to be able to do an episode, I was like, oh, this is going to be an easy one to research. And it is once the killings and shit start happening. But, like, prior to that, or sorry, once the crimes, prior to that, though, oh, fuck no. Like, it's just little fucking tidbits and whispers and rumors here and there about this cat. But... Uh, yeah, so, Joe, I, I see here he dropped out of high school. Yeah, yeah, it, and again, not. it was like either he was, not again, putting much effort into being a student, or if he was just lazy and just came up short credits, but it just came off that he just, I guess, didn't put his all into it. And yeah, it be so substantiated. He, he, was, he was shy of, I guess, a couple of credits, one or two credits that he needed, and so at that point, it's just like, all right, well, fuck it then. Yeah, yeah, I'm bouncing. I'm but good. But I mean, if for anybody who's been here through high school, it's it's pretty well fucking laid out how yeah. many credits you need and what you need to do it. Yeah. Like, I would imagine this. there's got to be some failed classes in there mm-hmm. or something. And like I said, it just, to me, it sounds like it's just not really giving a shit. Same with the football. Did it to do it, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're being raised by a sibling. I mean, it's not going to be, I guess you could say, a structured well, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Um, maybe she was a little bit looser because it was a sibling, so he kind of got away with being able to not put his fo- best, best foot, foot forward, forward. in enough. school. I don't know. Fair enough. All right, so yeah. so give us this quote that was from uh, from the Arizona Central. Is that a yeah. newspaper, a website? Yeah, or? it was just an online, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a blog. Um, a variety of sources, police reports, court records, news accounts, and interviews suggest that the clan was touched by substance abuse, uh, feuding parents, the other signs of, and other signs of dysfunction. But it also includes good people, 
who had led decent lives and contributed to the community. So kind of a kind of a mixed bag. Some good apples, some bad apples in yeah. this family. Now, yeah. I want to say, I know we quoted it by saying the Klan. All the black <laughs> listeners out there during the month of February, apologies. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Because when I first read that, when I saw suggest that the Klan was, I was like, holy shit, they had the KKK out in Arizona? <sighs> like, no, dude, honestly, well, I'm from the South, Joe. Oh, gosh. I'm a white boy from the South. We can't, every no, time I, I read didn't even the Klan, my butthole mm-hmm. tightens a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes I've I've ordered clams and felt it clinch. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, but now, so again, everybody, that's literally, I mean, multiple sources. That's what we could fucking cobble together about this <laughs> motherfucker's like childhood in school. Had yeah. some good siblings, some bad siblings. Mom died early. Went and lived with a sister. There was no reports that we could find of abuse or yeah. neglect from the sister. Or any of that other stuff, by all accounts, I mean, apart from a few instances of tragedy, you know, Mark Godot didn't seem to have any kind of spectacular or notable upbringing problems. Mm -hmm. From what I'm gleaming from these notes, which, I mean, if you've listened to the other fucking episodes, you know that's a rare one right there. Usually the writing is on the fucking walls and it is all caps and bolds (laughs) letters, but not the way it is here from Mark Godot. So, Joe... Let us get into uh, Mark Godot's first run-in with the law, with his first uh, with his first committed crime, and actually his first arrest. So he kicks everything off on November seventh, nineteen eighty-two, with Donna Sink. So this is crimes before his arrest. Godot and one of his brothers actually ended up raping a girl, or this girl Sink, and Godot was not charged for this crime. He ended up, uh, she ended up refusing to appear in court so altogether. Is, so is that why he wasn't charged? Because she didn't show up? Yeah, she didn't appear. Uh, she didn't try pressing charges. It was just kind of left alone. Okay, so he yeah. skated by on that one. Yes. Okay, And then enough. Now I'll say this, like, I, I couldn't... I hadn't substantiated it, but um, it seemed like there's a possibility that from from 1983 to 1989 that he ended up getting picked up a handful of times for just petty theft. So, all right, this that's one thing, and we'll, it will, and I know this from the little bit of research that I did when I was picking him for this month's pick. This motherfucker committed a fuckload of crimes, yeah. murders to the side. This yeah. dude. Like, loved fucking crime. Yeah. Like, if it was illegal, he wanted to fucking do it. So, uh, that does, to me, substantiate kind of that six-year yeah. almost lull in his record where he was picked up. Again, if they were small enough crimes, um, you're also not in the time period of the three strikes, you're out shit that yeah. was implemented, like, during the Clinton administration. So, he could have got turned loose for quite a bit of them, but... but Let's go to the stuff that we we can substantiate, Joe, and take us to August 6th of 1989. Yes, so that's uh, as Darlene Fernandez uh, was, she was actually raped and non-fatally bludgeoned with a barbell. Now, I'll be honest, if you're going to hit me in the head with a barbell, I would really like you to make it fatal. Oh my God. Because holy shit. I could not imagine the pain of going through that. Uh, I I just no. Because no one's oh bludgeoning you. With, no one's bludgeoning you with a barbell in your fucking kneecaps. That poor That's girl, the, man. You're getting dome, face, <sighs> throat, maybe some shoulders. If the hits are fucking wild, yeah. for God's sakes, fucking kill me <laughs> at that oh point. God. Or 
or you know, at least the cops should be down the block. Because I'm going to need a lot of morphine quick, or my first thought is going to be like, they're going to pick me up and be like, you're okay. I'm like, kill me. I can kill me. Sorry, you got kids. Kill me. Oh, oh, no, I could not imagine. So bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I no, I just I couldn't imagine that amount of trauma in my head uh, and being able to live through it. Like, so, but but she's a tough all, broad. Oh man! So after all this, though, Godot chased Joe after two witnesses. Yeah, that's kind of like a, yeah, they kind of just walked up on it and then he just again, goes ape shit again, running after them. Again, which lets me know. And I'm that, sorry for laughing. <laughs> no, this is spread the dread. No, that, well, that's the whole thing. It's fucked up. This shit's it, already no, happened. It's, it's kind of like least. the weird fury of, like, kind of getting somebody walking up on you going, and, like, taking it too far. And then Wait, are you, are you talking from Godot's perspective or the witnesses? <laughs> the Godot's perspective. So, like, Godot was like, I'm doing shit. <laughs> How fucking dare y'all get in there? And they're just like, holy shit, is he holding a barbell? <laughs> and then he just turns and comes at them. And I mean, you can look at the pictures, Godot, what well, a what tiny fella. No, one of the accounts said he had a gun. So I don't know why, if he had a gun, he had to hit her with the bar- barbell. I hope he was waving a barbell in one hand <laughs> and a gun in the other. I don't know. And the witnesses are just like, I don't know, what's, is he going to shoot at me or huck a barbell? I'm not ready for either, honestly. I wouldn't have been ready for either if I was just, I just, could you imagine turning a fucking the wrong block on the night? Like, you're like, oh, shit, never mind, the deli's the other way. Holy <laughs> fuck, what's that guy doing that girl with that barbell? It's you know, so like, just, <laughs> like, he just turns around, possibly waving a gun, swinging a fucking kettlebell at me. I'm done. I'm leaving in. He just literally sure. just went adrenaline junkie, just ape shit, man. Well, yeah, because he's way more pumped up than I am. You know, like we were trying oh. to either get home or to a restaurant. He's committing an active fucking or attempting oh. an active murder. Oh, he's God. more ready than me. Oh my god, it's crazy, you know, because there's actually like a few pictures of him where he's well. I don't want any spoilers, but with a female, and um, yeah. he looks normal, and I'm like, whoa. Well, I mean, well, yeah, I was gonna, I was literally gonna fuck up and say most of them do, but no, they don't. No, especially there's always a the little twinkle of crazy. Cover. There's always a little twinkle of crazy. Right. Well, I think that's why or like deadness already. I but think like most every... pictures that I saw were just like, whoa. Well, I think that's why people love like Bundy and Dahmer because they're you know or mm. Gacy because they're like, oh, he just he looks like so and so down the street. Like mm. we don't cover those people. The ones we, our people are fucked up. If you don't believe me, just hey, go listen and look. at <laughs> the fucking picture for fritz honka jesus fucking this this is someone that literally all of mother earth gaia (sighs) jesus krishna fucking buddha fucking muhammad whoever you believe with all had it out for this motherfucker that entire fucking his entire story makes me really itchy yeah like it just it It makes makes my skin crawl yes yeah so gross but let's get back to godot here so after he chased the witnesses away yeah uh he uh, then Joe, I guess he doesn't get picked up right then. What happens on August 10th <laughs> of 1990? It's a year later. He ends up robbing a fucking fry supermarket. That's some West Coast shit. <laughs> I, mean, I follow some people like on Twitter and IG, and they love their fucking fries out there. Oh, God. Not the food. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's like a retail thing. It's almost like a Best Buy or 
R.I.P. media play <laughs> from back in the day. So what I could gather, uh, Godot is arrested for the crimes against Fernandez. But it takes him a year plus to do this, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, so the police charge Godot with rape and kidnapping. Then the police drop charges to aggravated assault um, because there was no evidence of rape. So he only served 13 years of a 21-year sentence because of the kind of like wimpy plea deal, if you will. So. Well, okay, I, I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, okay. And he, I think, I believe he had actually plead guilty to, oh, to even sure. get that, you know, um, yeah, the aggravated assault. Well, for me, I'm just sitting here, and just like, oh, because this is the first conviction we're talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, that's kind of fucking steep, especially with most of the people that we talk about, because usually the judicial system kind of fails early on with these serial killers. Like, they get picked up yeah, for shit that's going to lead to and they yeah. get very lenient yeah. sentences. But yeah, like you had said, though, 83 to 89, he was getting picked up just randomly for all kinds of shit. So, I mean, I guess at this point, they're like, look, this is a serious enough crime. Fucking throw his ass in. But he's only served 13. They gave him the 21-year sentence. So, plea deal be damned. Mm -hmm. He had to have shown good behavior in there. Yeah. Something like that to have gotten that, to have have had only 13 of his 21 years. I mean, that's two-thirds of a sentence. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I, I would assume so. I... Damn, that's, I mean, he actually got off pretty decently, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, especially I, when you consider that for about six years, there's so many, and, and again, this is going to all make sense when we get to the yeah. actual count at the end, everybody. Yeah. I promise you, because I at least know that part of this. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you're talking about a guy it's, who is, It's almost like the judicial system here, just because they didn't have that perfect amount of evidence of rape, that they were just like, fuck it, we're just not going to waste taxpayers' money or some shit. And I think that's bullshit. Um, but, you know, they were just not, they're going to just pursue it for like the most bottom level. Or, okay, well, at least we're going to get him in jail at least for this bare minimum. Well, yeah, because at this point, he's only 26, 27. Yeah. So even if he serves the 21 years, I mean, you're talking about someone with a decent, another couple of decades, decades and a half, hell, the three decades in front of him, yeah. if the, if he even served the full sentence, which yeah. he didn't. Yeah. Um, so, so as we said, Godot completed 13 years of his 21-year sentence, mm-hmm. and he actually moved back to Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, he began working as a construction worker uh, for, uh, this is a company called Simple Build. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's doing construction, you know, all that other good stuff. Um, and then Joe... Yeah. I mean, spoiler <laughs> alert to everybody because it's in his goddamn fucking alias. Mm. Uh, but, uh, but right about a year after Godot is released from his 13-year sentence, the baseline killings suddenly begin. Yes. We begin August 6, 2005 with two unnamed victims. Godot forced three teenagers behind a church near Baseline Road and molested two of the girls. So... So I all right. So there was three girls. Yes. Two of them. The, I'm 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 gonna assume the two he molested, he killed as well. Um, it just said unnamed victims. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't it. It, it it's so freaking vague. Right. Because well, that's the whole thing is that like all right. So actually, he goes. He has two aliases. Mm. It's the baseline killer. And the baseline rapist. Yes. So, I mean, obviously... Sometimes the line gets blurred because there's just not enough detail. And you're like, okay, did they just get sexually molested? Or was there a death? You try to look up a death, but they kept it, and it, kept it unnamed. It was anonymous. 
you can't put two and two together off of that. Right. Well, again, so, I mean, at this point, I mean, so again, I'm, I'm 100% not knocking the notes because I did not plan to give Joe <laughs> such a fucking task after she had been off of taking notes for a few weeks. And she did a fine job. Don't get me wrong. But I, I am rusty. I, well, no, I think a lot of this stuff may start wrapping up once we get to the end with the convictions and stuff of that nature. Yeah. But okay, so at this point, we have two victims. I mean, obviously, if you've been molested, raped, or whatever, you're a victim as well. You don't have yeah. to just be murdered. To yeah, be a no, yeah, I wasn't trying to minimize right, that. Absolutely right. so, not. So, no, uh, so I just takes, couldn't couldn't define whether if it was one or both. You know. Right. So I right, so take us to like. Like, a shit, barely a week later, yeah, August, August 14th. 14th. Yeah, uh, one unnamed victim uh, raped and robbed. Then September 9th, 2005, uh, Georgia Thompson, age 19, raped and robbed. September 15th, 2005, one unnamed victim raped. September 20th, 2005, two unnamed sisters. These two sisters were actually walking home. One was clearly pregnant. Right, oh, so third trimester yeah, showing all yeah, that good stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, disgusting. Um, right. We're approached by Godot, who he was, uh, he was actually armed with a gun. He ended up raping one of the sisters while pushing the gun into the other sister's pregnant belly. Holy fuck. God damn, yeah, are that's you? some dark ass shit, man. That's, that's holy a, yeah. shit. Yeah. That's a new one. And you and I have watched a lot of fucked up horror movies. When I say fucked up, I'm telling you, like 97, 98% of y'all out there would not have a fucking clue of these (laughs) titles. And that's not just because they're foreign. That's a new one on me. Yeah, yeah, it's very unsettling. That is, oh, fuck. So now, and I I do want to point out, I think for the, 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 the sources we had... The most recent, I believe, was like 2016 or 2017. Mm-hmm. So why do they still, to the best of your knowledge, why do they still say unnamed victim? Is it because, because I know sometimes, like, for instance, the ones where, when usually when they say molested, they're underage. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just putting that out there. To, to the best of what I understand. Usually mm-hmm. if, it's, if, it's an, if it's a woman past the age of legality they call it rape or they call it sexual assault mm. or something like yeah, that i just don't know what the parameters are when it comes to law i don't know if that's like a physical parameter yeah, or, or yeah I, I don't know either way so i mean but but sometimes when you have girls that are underage no matter how old the case was if the crime happened against them while they were underage a lot of the times they do try to keep their name out of shit yeah it's it oh, yeah, does yeah, not they're always a work they're a minor it, right uh, you know it doesn't always work i know that i know he has a victim and i don't believe i ever saw which particular event you know that we were going to talk about um right. actually showcases it but she's actually t- uh, as young as 12 years old his victims ran so I'm not even sure which one of these clusters were, was her. Right. Well, when we're talking about the original two unnamed victims on yeah. August 6th, they were all, th- well, there were three of them that were teenagers. I don't know if he let one go or one escaped yeah. or what, what happened there. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's oh, and then you go Georgia Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, which was the first named victim that was raped and robbed. Yeah. Uh, but but it's, it's because it's crazy how the vernacular changed. You know, you go from August 6th, they say molested. Then August 14th, unnamed victim raped and robbed. Yeah. And then the very next one is Georgia Thompson, who was 19, so she's past that age yeah. of legality. Yeah, yeah. And then they say raped and robbed. So that may be, but I mean, again, we still have a lot of unnamed victims. 
I, I, maybe, I mean, was there maybe any, was, was ping pong on the lot across that minor line? Was there any line inclination then? or suggestion about that some of these may have been prostitutes by chance? Mm, no. Because I, I know a lot, you know, a lot of times, especially back in this time period, you know, a lot of your prostitutes, because a lot of them, wherever they were working, that wasn't the state they were born in or some shit, yeah. whether through something awful like no. sex trafficking or traveling to get away from their hometown. So a lot of the times they show up as Jane Doe's because they don't have adequate ID. No, I think this is more about uh, proximity because um, of just where all the crumbs like ended up happening at. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it was like that. All right. So, all right. Well, then take us back to all right, September 20th of 2005. Mm-hmm. No, no, that was the one. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That was the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, okay, hold on. Here's where I was. We were on that one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell us about he was arrested, arrested a year later. Yeah. So when uh, the DNA evidence actually ended up, uh, was actually found on the women, matched his profile. This was actually the break, uh, breakthrough that led to the arrest in the baseline killer investigation. Right. So now we're saying a year from now, mm-hmm. which is which is September twentieth of two thousand and five. That time period is when he when he had he mm-hmm. had raped the one lady and was pressing the gun into the the pregnant sister's stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know. Let your mind go where the fuck it goes there. Yeah. Uh, so a year from then is when he was, the DNA evidence finally came up. He does not stop. No. Which mm-hmm. is why I'm going to say we're I Actually, that was the reason why I did it. Because, like, sometimes you try to, like, wait till the end and be like, oh, you know, remember that first case? I just went in and plopped it in there. I'm just like, you know what? Here's a nice big mile marker. Here's the start right. and the finish line. Right. So but he's going to kick took- everything off with all of this. And then you're going to see everything else he does. Before he still gets caught up by his very first crime. Right, right. Well, and that, again, yeah, and it took him almost six different, this was like his sixth one mm-hmm. of the, of, after being out of prison. Yeah. You know, we're not yeah. talking about all those, those, that shit between what was it, 83 and 89. Yeah. You know, so this is after he's well into the fucking system. He served some hard fucking time like yep. that. You, you ain't going to get away with much. Yeah. Serving 13 years, there will almost always be fucking eyes on you. Like, don't even get a goddamn seatbelt. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess he just waited until he thought he didn't have just enough heat on himself and just took off. Or he just fucking snapped and was like, all right, I need to get back to prison. I'm going to fucking, I mean, because there is a Stockholm syndrome that comes on with prison, particularly people who have served that long. It becomes familiar to them. There's a sense of like a system shock when they get, I mean, you imagine. I think it's just crazy, man. I know, but to be fair though, let's let's imagine if you when you went into prison, we had fucking Nokia bar phones and Motorola flip phones. Mm. You know, thirteen years later, people are walking around with fucking glass computers in their fucking pocket. Yeah. That's just one thing to say the least of, let alone all the other shit that's fucking changed. Uh, I I feel you on that. I do. You know. Yeah. So all right, let's all right. So after all of that, again, we said Joe uh, September twenty eighth. He, he robs another victim. It doesn't say anything about raping and murdering. No, just but now, robbing. But now take us to November 23rd, 2005, Joe. Okay, so November 3rd, 2005, uh, one uh, named victim. Um, she was actually abducted, like kind of carjacked and then raped. Godot robbed a store at gunpoint for like seven, yeah, $720. And then less than 10 minutes later, abducted that woman, placing items in a parking lot donation receptacle receptacle across the street like one of the places you drop off jackets and stuff yeah yeah gross he put evidence in there i i know i think no she was dropping stuff off of that donation thing and he oh 
What yeah. a fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. She's out there trying to yeah. be a good Samaritan. What yeah. a fucking Yeah, punk. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, got, that's just awful. So he, he that's sex- a whole level yeah, so, of fucking so he, hate. He sexually um, assaults her in her car. Yeah, and then uh, it demands that uh, she drive into the uh, to the coroner because of that robbery. And then the victim stated he wore a Halloween costume and black plastic glasses. This, this is weird. Yeah, so sometimes he would try to use, you know, a mask and stuff. He would try to, like, you I know, know. It's weird. I just picture a really ill-fitting, like, Frankenstein outfit where, like, his ankles and his <laughs> wrists are showing real bad. But he's, she said the black glasses, plastic glasses. So I'm thinking, like, the Kanye mm-hmm. Venetian shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, who wouldn't it meet? Like, that looks, that sounds like, I don't know, like a really bad fucking like CD level fucking serial killer who was like, I'm going to do it, but I don't have the means or the fashion sense. No, I mean, in one of the, one of the, the getups was like a hat with like dreads. And like I, I had like, one of those, um, and I'm white as shit for anyone who doesn't know. So yeah, I culturally appropriated the fuck out of one summer. And that's where I'm just like, he kind of did it on himself. I'm like, man, like you gave like people like with the you know that type of hairstyle like a bad you know a bad name. All those know? poor Rastas around me picked up. Mm. Mine looked like the one off of Half Baked. Wow. Where they go and talk to Samson, and he was like, if I wasn't Jamaican, why would I wear this hat? Oh. Yeah, it was one of those. Wow. And my little happy white ass was so happy I got enough balls into that peach basket that was tilted exactly to try to bounce balls out to where I went on a free Rastafarian hat with dread sticking out. <laughs> and that was a damn fine summer, and I don't mind fucking admitting it. Oh my back, God. back before we were too PC to fucking have That's a good so time. That's so kind of weirdly wholesome. <laughs> well, it is, if, it is if you're not black, to be fair. And everybody else like, the fuck? And we're doing this on Black History Month. I just fucked this whole thing oh, up. All right, Joe. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's go. All right, yeah, November. we got to get right, back so, into this. Yeah, so November 3rd of 2005, he commits another robbery. Uh, this is Cupid's Toy Box. Now, if any of you have ever, I don't know, been on an interstate, uh, you'll know the spots because suddenly they the gas- called it a no. They called it a lingerie. I'm sorry, that is, and I refute that. No, there is absolutely no way a place that's called Cupid's Toy Box is only selling fucking lingerie no. off a highway going between Phoenix and fucking Tempe. Like, there's no goddamn way, like- and I didn't even, I didn't even look it up. Like I just saw the name, and I was just like, no, that's not lingerie. Say, that's well, an adult store. If you've ever taken a decent road trip on an interstate, you know. It's 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 one of those points where the gas stations don't show up as often as you <laughs> like because the lights already came on. But like right when the light came There's on, so many you know, areas in this in this country that are exactly like this. right. But like, like if you're driving and like suddenly like you pass the last like big X and you're like, yo, I'm trying to make good. Or time. you miss a big big light. It gets no, a no, darker. I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, you gotta pull off and get like, some. Ooh, there's space in the mouth. <laughs> No, you, well, yeah, now that 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 happens. That too. scares the but shit you know, out of me. You know, you, know, you know when you're driving, you're trying to make good time, and there's exits, and you're like, oh, this exit has so many options. Well, then you, you get there, and it's because it's like a big ass interstate or section for like or a bypass for some other town, and you're like, fuck that, I'm trying to make good time. I don't need to be able to fucking hit a fucking I don't know a fucking. Duncan right now or uh, uh, you know some other kind of fucking place. Uh, yeah, I need to get gas and if that gas station could have a McDonald's a next to it stop. that I would get be good. That. I gotta hit the fucking road and try to yeah, make time. Yeah. But, but literally right when you pass that exit 
the light goes on mm. on your gas thing. <laughs> and if you've watched as many horror movies as we do, as time rolls along. You are only setting yourself up for failure. Right. But, but it's always, that's always when these places show up. Man. Where suddenly you're like, oh, fuck yeah, there's a gas station coming up. Holy goddamn, it's in 10 miles. They wouldn't have put that billboard up for that gas station if there was another gas station within that radius of fucking travel. There's not. So you don't know how long the light's been on on your mm. fuel gauge, but you're still fucking going. I hate those. That sounds like... But you, but when you're in those patches of road, mm-hmm. that's when you find the random truck stop <laughs> fucking sex toy shop. Yeah. I don't know what truckers and lot lizards are doing now. Clearly, I'm going to imagine it's most like, of that place no, is DVDs. They, it's, they're trying to placate to the guys who are married. They're about to go home to a wife and be like, hey, that's who they're placating to. That's what I feel like. What, like, just, hey, why don't you surprise her with, like, a fucking... Yeah. A fucking strap-on that she could peg you with, or, like, some Benoit balls? I don't know. You've been on the road for that long. You, I guess you would want to try to keep it interesting. And then they feed into that, like, I, I've been on the road for a while. I've there's so not many a, of them this entire trip. There's not okay, a truck Okay, I'm officially stop. enticed. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna do it. All right. There's not a truck stop bathroom <laughs> equipped to make any man... Ready to go home and immediately start using Benoit balls. <laughs> I'll say that right fucking now. No, sir. But you've but we've all seen them though, and the, the, literally the women that are on the billboards, they all look like they didn't quite make the cut for a white snake video in the fucking eighties, oh. but they're still using that headshot of them. Like I don't. It feels like there's a whole industry out there of these like fucking interstate porno shops. That will buy your headshot from when you were, uh, like, fucking young in the 80s. Don't give a fuck what you like now, but I've seen them. You've seen them. At best, 1992 to 93 Showtime Cinemax fucking late See, night. all the ones fucking. I remember was had, like, some funky symbol on them. I don't know. Down here, they are. They had like their own branding. I don't know. Oh, they always had that, but then they had a girl looking like next to them who looked like she was supposed to stand next to a Trans Am in a fucking Guns N' Roses video, but life just didn't turn that way. (laughs) You know, but she still got the headshots and someone's still buying these old headshots and putting them on fucking porn billboards. (laughs) But yeah, so he robbed a kid back to fucking. November 6th. Cupid's toy box. Yes. He robbed an adult, adult store. He got some fucking, yes. some fucking stainless steel Benoit balls, which are the cleanest Benoit <laughs> balls you could possibly get. If there's a company out there like do a promo swap on fucking uh, Sterling Silver uh, fucking Benoit balls, hit us up. But either way, let's go to November 7th of 2005. Yes. Joe, this, this time, three, three yes. separate robberies in one day. Yes, yes. I've, if Guinness doesn't have that record, I think they should start adding it. Not that he would win it, but that's an interesting record I'd like to read about every year. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was funny. Like, I kept on reading, like, this area um, out of, like, different articles. And they kept on, like, wanting to flip-flop, like, how this process, like, how it happened. They kept on wanting to go, like, first, third, then second robbery. I want to go through this step-by-step. Those are, those this are, guy's so goddamn ballsy doing all this. Those are people with literary degrees. <laughs> at least a bachelor, maybe a master's. Decades of investigative skills going, we don't know how he did this. It happened all in one day. And I think some of them were like, there's no way logistically he could have done all these 
And so they started putting their own spin. But all right, you you go. All right, first robbery of November seventh, yep. oh five. Yeah. So it was four people at gunpoint inside of Las Brasas Mexican restaurant. I already think that place sounds delicious. Yes. Yeah, so we some were some probably employees, maybe have been a kind of customers. We don't know. Second robbery. Did you hear what I said about Las Aztecas though? <laughs> Oh, I'm being honest. You know how many of those are in the country? That's like saying you want to <laughs> really? go. Really, I thought that was local to us. You, you that's no, that's as local as being like, hey, you want to go to the super number one Chinese buffet? There's at least seven in each state, no doubt. Yeah, but they're go- not connected. I'm just saying. No, they're like, not. But if you were just like, wait a second, don't. Like, let I was about to say, our Las Vegas, I think it only has like two or three locations in this area. Yeah, this area that doesn't yeah. count the the, the different. But they're people. probably not connected. They're not connected, but they got the same goddamn name. They ain't franchise like Burger King. Like, exactly. I so up, I don't I count you, I can open up a Las Aztecas yeah. right next to our Las Aztecas. <laughs> and legally, there's not a goddamn thing they could do about it. You know the way it is. But now, let's go to the second robbery mm-hmm. of November 7th. Four people outside <laughs> of the restaurant. I'm, I'm he just peels say. out. He just peels out. God damn. <laughs> just so this runs dude, up on these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry we're laughing so much in an episode about a murderer, but Jesus Christ, did he have he's some so, fucking moments? Dude, he's got the most massive fucking balls. Like, he just, there's so much, like, weird, frustrated, pent up energy. Like, Everything he does is so goddamn I'll erratic. Remind, I'll remind so you. So erratic. I'll remind you, he doesn't get his big time comeuppance for another 11 months. Yeah, yeah. After this three fucking robbers. Yeah. So you have four people that were outside of the restaurant on the street, outside yeah. of Las Bracas, mm-hmm. or Brasas, that he just robbed, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he goes out, gun's probably already out, and everybody's like, oh, dear Lord. And he's just like, give me your money. And Which I think it's like one of those, like, I think it's like one of those shopping strips. You know what I'm talking about? Like two or three stores. Oh, Lord. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, you got, know exactly got, what I'm talking about, though. He got close to 500 bucks, Joe, and fired around into the air, which is smart. <laughs> Any white guy from the South <laughs> will tell you. If you want to immediately kind of give everybody amnesia for a few seconds, just fire a gun in the air. There's so many implants here. Like the rest of us that are natives. What is the dude off of fucking Squidbillies? Early? Yeah, there we go. Put, 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 he pulled it early. He pulled exactly. it fucking well, you early. You gotta fire a warning because <laughs> they gotta know that the gun's loaded and you're fucking nuts. But now, like, that brings us to the third robbery. <laughs> he went... Oh, my God. <laughs> I just saw the name of this place. Now, all right. I'm, I'm gonna say it first. I died, too. I, I died, gonna, too. Hold on. I'm gonna say it first. All right. He went next door to a Little Caesars <laughs> and robbed three more people. <laughs> Now, if you are not, if you are, dude, it's crazy. Like he literally, it was a solid ramp down in quality of robberies. He robbed the restaurant, robbed some random pedestrians in the restaurant, and then robbed pedestrians at Little Caesars. Now, why this matters. If you happen to be from an area, I know we got a lot of international listeners. We got people from all over the country. <laughs> I don't know how far Little Caesars extends. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's one in Arizona. And, yeah, and Little yeah. Caesars used to be popular enough. They were actually yeah. the pizza company in Home Alone. I mean, yeah, maybe from. they would probably be as popular as like a McDonald's. So, like, I would say maybe Not they have anymore. a few overseas. Not yeah. anymore. What Little <laughs> Caesars does now is you can come in at any moment and at least be able to get... A cheese pizza, a pepperoni pizza, or some what they call crazy sticks, which is fucking Caesarian for shitty breadsticks that you're going to eat. Of course you're going to fucking eat them. <laughs> Don't but do it. Don't eat it to yourself. Them, like, it's not good for you. 
But they, they specialize in very cheap pizzas. They have mm. some decent stuff. And I'm going to be honest. Like, I, their carryout thing is like $5. Mm. Bro, there's been moments where I'm like, I, I want how shitty that pizza is. Mm. It's shitty at the right price to be good. <laughs> and it's crazy. Like their bread. Um, but, yeah, so, but just so you know, that's not a place to go rob people. Now, had he robbed the Little Caesars, maybe. <laughs> Our Little Caesars around this area, even though we kind of live in, a, in an uppity area, mm-hmm. it, it's got business going on. You know oh, what heck yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right near the state yeah, line, you got too. A fucking, you got a quick, like, kids' sports team party, yeah. or you're like us, and you fucking completely forgot to order pizza for the birthday party. Yeah, Day you're of, work, yeah you're working little, late, yeah, like north, little, and yeah. driving home south. Little, little yeah, that happens a lot around ass. here. However, most people are not going to go in a little Caesars fucking loaded. <laughs> no. And I love how... We actually, we didn't get a dollar amount on this this robbery. No, Because it was mostly change, which probably slowed him down. I'm surprised he didn't get caught. But yeah, yeah so no, he, he did. crazy. He, dude, literally, he went like decent, like a Mexican restaurant, depending on the time of day. You can get some money out of there, bro. Especially if it's in a white area. White people love Mexican food. Our he Mexican just literally played fucking... Pong on the sidewalk. That's all he did. And then peeled the fuck out. Parties like, <laughs> I, I, parties like, was he lost and was trying to find his way back and just kept robbing people along the way? I know, he was but... just so goddamn efficient. Right. Well, <laughs> efficient or fucking stupid. Well, yeah. you know, that, that, I'm sure there's a thin line. But yeah. Joe... Let's go. He, I, December, he yeah. went fucking just ridiculousness <laughs> outside of the Las Brasas Mexican restaurant <laughs> yeah. that was next door to the Little Caesars on the fucking 7th of November of 05. He took some time off. Yeah. I think he realized a lot of people had seen it <laughs> at this point. <laughs> He's like, I don't need this kind of heat. <laughs> there's probably some really decent sketches maybe, of me out there right maybe now. If I, like, maybe if I chill out, they won't find me. <laughs> like, right, right. Which had to suck because he probably lived near the Little Caesars. And I mean, with the, the small amount of money he got, he probably needed to order some pizza from there. And he fucking couldn't. Yeah. However, all right, Joe, December 12th, 2005, that brings us to Tina. Washington. Now, mm-hmm. Joe, Tina Washington was age 39. Tell us about this incident. Yeah, so she was actually on her way home from a preschool where she worked. Uh, a witness spotted a man with a drawn gun standing over her body behind a fast food restaurant, and she had actually been shot in the head. I don't know if that happened prior or post this guy seeing him, but um, she was shot in the head. Well, I mean, he's saying that, you know, uh, uh, a witness spotted a man with a drawn gun standing over a body. Yeah. Yeah, just probably not close enough to I would identify imagine the, the shot had I would happened imagine yet or not. gunshot is what alerted him to go that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless he just walked by and was like, oh, hello, you know, yeah. but that that would, I don't know. I would imagine probably the gunshot. All right, so at least at this point, we have the, we have the first confirmed murder victim. Yeah. Uh, he's, 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 obviously, I mean, he's getting worse. Mm-hmm. And usually, I mean, if you listen to episodes that we do. Always escalating. It's always, always it's, escalating. It's escalating yep. until they finally get fucking caught. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Joe, take us to December 13th of 2005. Absolutely. Um, one unnamed victim, robbery only. On so, he calmed one. it down the next day. Committed murder, was like, mm-hmm. you know what, I got to cleanse the palate. Go out and just get an old-fashioned robbery under my belt. However, though, Joe, he wouldn't be active for almost a little over the next two months. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't start doing anything again, Joe, until February 20th of 2006. Yeah, I know. Romelia Vargas, age 38, and Amirna Paula Roman, age 34. Um, Yeah, this is like the crazy thing is like... 
I don't know if he really needed the money because, from my understanding, he's working during all this. Like, how much time did this motherfucker have on his hands? Like, if you're working and doing all this, like, damn. I mean, we could always go back. I mean, you see the kind of gaps that go on there. I don't know how many of these fell on a weekend. Mm. Not to be shitty, but that's a that's a thing to look for for a working guy. I'm just like, guy. that's crazy, because construction, usually you just got to get in the hours while it's good because of good weather and shit. Well, I mean, the other thing to take into account here was that even if, like, he had quit his job and just had savings, hmm. we're literally talking about, uh, at this at this point at least, from kind of when everything kicked off, we're only talking hmm. about being out of work for three months. Well, yeah, no, I want to pay attention to that. I'm, I'm curious Cause now because I can't, I don't, I can't recall if he actually killed anybody or did any crimes in the summer months. I'm curious now, actually, if I just answered my own question, like, uh, as we're reviewing these uh, dates, we need to see if any of them were actually during the summertime. Uh, yes. Because then that actually makes more sense because of him working construction. Oh, like he was kind of like, yeah, was, a lot yeah. of construction shows. So, well, but you're talking about Arizona, though. Yeah, but still, there's still uh, some. I don't know if anybody from Arizona works construction. Still, you still have you up. still have mountains there, so maybe there's a little bit of like weird blow off uh, that can cause uh, some maybe. issues. I mean, here you're talking yeah. about some real bad rain season mm-hmm. and, you know, cold, a lot of icing and shit yeah. like that where we're at. Uh, but yeah, if you work construction in Arizona, feel free to let us know. Does the winter slow down for y'all out there too, or did this yeah. motherfucker? I just think it would be more treacherous. Yeah, I, say, I think it'd be more treacherous to get supplies across you know areas where the the weather's bad just to bring it into Arizona. Well, you know that's true. If it's a mountainous area, yeah. no matter what their weather is, it could disrupt supply chain. Yeah. Uh, if the mountains are really bad, but <laughs> either way, let's get back. Yeah, to sorry. <laughs> so, Joe, take us up to February twentieth of two thousand and six. All right, so, um, yeah. That was, okay, sorry. That was with Romelia Vargas and Mirna Palam Roman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, now, all right, yeah, go ahead. Uh, part one there, the, the bodies of them were found. Yeah, yeah, they were actually shot. Um, they were found shot to death inside their snack truck at 91st Avenue and Lower Buckeye Road. So, right near uh, Baseline. Uh, police actually did not connect the baseline killer. Uh, actually, believe the murders were drug related for some reason. There, I could not find why they assumed that, or if that article was just making that conclusion and trying to put a racial spin. I have I was no idea. Say, we're, we're all thinking about it. We got two Latino victims here in a snack truck, and there's like they're like, ah, oh, drugs. No, but that was a thing. Yeah, Are we close to the border here, though? Not really. I mean, but still, I mean, even if you're not close to the border, I mean, they got, them shit's got to come up further. Mm. So, I mean, but you're definitely talking about a border state. So, I mean, maybe there was a lot of issues with, you know, some of your, I don't want to name the names. because Well, God, they were, like, they were always posting up, it seemed like, in front of, like, construction sites and stuff. So, I mean, that they were making good money doing it clean. I mean, they really didn't have a need to uh, be dirty because, I mean, especially the type of growth in that area, in, like, certain metropolitan areas, like, they're staying busy. Fair play. However, the the, the the two murders of Romelia Vargas and Myrna Palam Roman were actually officially added to the baseline killer's case by police in July 2006, Joe. Yep. So now we're, we're pushing out almost another month. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 15th of 2006, uh, Liliana Sanchez Cabrera, age 20, and child George Chu, mm-hmm. 23. Now, this, Joe, was a double homicide of two employees of, or of Yoshi's restaurant. Uh, they were on their way home in the same vehicle. Mm-hmm. Now, Liliana Sanchez Cabrera was found dead in the parking lot of another restaurant. And Chow Chu's body 
was discovered about a mile away and both victims were shot in the head. Mm -hmm. It seems at this point, like, it's just straight bloodlust. Yeah. And it, someone speculated, and I'm not sure, again, it, um, if that was actually part of the case, um, it, like part of the trial, but um, they were kind of talking about they feel like uh, Chow was uh, by mistake. Like, he, he actually was, like, just kind of focused on Cabrera and he was just an accident. Like he like like uh, Mark Gadu knew Cabrera. No, I or think like it was like he was wanting to kill. So like they were saying that um, uh, Chow had actually kind of hesitated in the parking lot. He, at, he had actually offered Cabrera a ride, and that was the reason why they were both in the parking lot. Mm. And because he was, you know, kind of surprised that he was there, Godot kind of took both. Gotcha. So like yeah. he had been kind of seeing, he had been looking at Cabrera or. Uh, uh, yeah, like he just—he was just surprised. He just didn't think that he, another guy was going to be, be there. Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say he's been by the place a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, this is a weird. This mm. is weird for a serial killer. Usually, there's some sort of physical involvement in the killing, mm -hmm. whether it's stabbing, whether uh, you know. But I mean, how this, he hunts is kind of weird too. It's a little all over the place. Well, yeah, it just seems like yeah. a guy. I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck happened in 13 years in prison? Because he was already kind of fucking bad yeah. sauce prior with all of his crimes he was committing. Yeah. But he came out and just fucking went swinging for the fences. Uh, Joe, uh, March 29th of 2006, tell us about Kristen Nicole Gibbons. Yes, age 26. A local businessman actually noticed streaks of blood on the gravel of a parking lot. Police were called out, but a search of the area turned up nothing of real value. Approximately a week later, and this kind of gross, but the businessman discovered that the bat the badly decomposed body of uh, what he was investigating a horrible odor. So he smelt something. Yeah, he smelled something like, and started. Yeah, started, like, what and, the fuck? And followed it. Yeah. Just did a fucking toucan salmon, followed his nose. Yes, and then Gibbons actually had been shot in the head as well. So ballistics, there is ballistics linking up here. Well, yeah, at this point, yeah. I mean, good lord, I mean, I guess it, I mean a lot of us think you know. When you think about two different, the, 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 I would say the most two thought about head wound shots, to, in my mind, I could be wrong, would be obviously self-inflicted, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's to the temple, if you have a handgun or under the chin with a shotgun, I'm not giving instructions, kiddos, calm down, mm. um, but, um, or, or almost like an execution style, like back of the head. Yeah. So again, we're not finding out where he's shooting these victims uh, to where it would line up. But I mean, again, you got a lot of people popping up mm -hmm. one every couple of weeks. Yeah, killed with a headshot wound. And again, let's remember that a lot of these are still women. Uh, desp despite the story of um, Liliana Sanchez Cabrera, who was with uh, Chow Cho, most of these are, are women by themselves. This is a guy with a history of rape, mm -hmm. and he's not raping them now. No. He's straight just killing them. Mm -hmm. So I, I yeah, I mean, this guy's this guy's made a little bit different, Joe. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of respects here. He's uh, taking these weird and gaping but erratic strides in different directions. That's what that's what's so weird about him. Well, a lot of the times too, when you have these kind of gaps, a lot of the times if something like for instance, if a, if a killer went quiet for fuck three to six months or fuck even a year or more mm. you there's oftentimes a lot of this a lot of the times where there are murders that 
almost kind of sort of fit their MO, but they're in a different area, almost like they went really big outside of their area to still feed their need, but not get like cops on them and shit like that. I mean, you have that kind of stuff that happens, but I mean, again, Markado is he's one of the most spastic killers I've seen. Yeah. When he takes a break, He's still committing them in the same fucking area. Mm-hmm. You've got a 13 year sentence. You or you got sentenced to 21 years, and you, you served 13, 13 of them. Yeah. You're in every goddamn database that that state has to offer, and probably quite a few federal databases as well. But you're staying there doing this shit, and you're escalating. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. It's like like right around those times, like DNA was kind of being introduced. Right. So they were collecting it, forget, but they didn't have testing. Yeah. We, we always, always forget, forget the how time new and... that technology yeah. fucking is. Yeah. I mean, if you are anywhere mm-hmm. within like a 10 year, uh, like birth year of me and Joe, uh, older or younger, we didn't grow up in a world with fucking DNA analysis. Mm-mm. It was a new fucking thing. No matter how, I mean, I know fucking CSI came along like a year after that shit. And <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, oh, we've had this. No, we didn't. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Joe. Let's. Let's talk about, all right, so again, well, here we go, April 10th. So it's been about another two weeks. Yep. And uh, victim so, is Sophia yep. Nunes. Yep. Age 37, uh, Godot actually conned Nunes into believing he was a handyman. So they had met at a bar. Um, she didn't really kind of vibe with him. Uh, I guess they still exchanged, or they ended up like bumping into each other again while she actually was with one of her kids at the grocery store. And then she kind of learned that, oh, he could, I guess he conned it into it or mentioned it in passing or whatever, but said he could do handyman stuff and offered to put in like a security device or a security door for her. Um, So that's how he, you know, got in. Um, He went in, he partially completed the job, but never actually came back and finished it. Right. Um, that, but when he did, did finally come back, he was actually coming in just to murder her and the body was found by her eight year old son. Uh, yeah. Oh, f- yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Is I'm that fine. all they said about it? Um, essentially like, was the son in bed with her morning her, or did fucking Mark Godot fucking dump her body next to her kid? No, no, no. So, um, he, uh, he was actually at school. His mom didn't pick him up. Um, the doors were all locked, but the garage door had a slot in it, so he rolled underneath. And then, so he goes inside and finds his mom, um, in, I believe, the tub, um, bloody tub. I believe there was blood, yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, because I think that's how, I think, um, so, okay, so this is the interesting thing that I, I wanted to actually bring this up and I forgot to just a second ago. Um, because of the DNA thing, because the gun was never found. The gun was never found. The only reason they could which, get him on which somebody... Which gun? The gun that he... Did he use the same gun on all these girls? No, not on every single one of them. Okay. Um, okay, so... Well, no, I can't say that necessarily. Um, because some of, them, be, would... some of them aren't killed. I'm talking about, like, the rapes, even. So, right. So how they daisy... They had that kind of daisy chain it together. So they had a few of them that, okay, the ballistics all match. Well, this particular case... Okay, the DNA matches from another victim because it, they were able to at least link that so DNA they were over cross here. Cross-referencing fucking yeah. ballistics and fucking DNA yeah. and basically and anything got a that web. could weave it into yeah. it together. So like wow. where I say daisy chain, like that's how this is happening, um, and it actually plays into a little bit later. Um, so yeah, I found by her eight-year-old son. That brings us into May 1st, 2006. Um, another one unnamed victim was abducted. And um, she was uh, actually 
in a car and sexually assaulted at uh, gunpoint. Um, she was taken from outside the same Mexican restaurant of uh, the November 7th crime. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he's keeping real local, right? y'all. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. almost like I'm wanting to be fucking found. Or yeah, like he don't there's care. a lot of confidence of I fucking dare you to find mm-hmm. me kind of shit. Yeah, um, just taunting them, just like, fuck it, I'll just keep this relaxed for so, me. So for, for this one, he takes a pretty decent-sized gap. He's mm-hmm. almost two months later, Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so we're getting into summer months, though. Yep, he's okay. right at the beginning. All right, never mind. So does it fully support my idea, but all right. So yeah, uh, June 29, 2006, Carmen Miranda, age 37, uh, kidnapped, raped, and robbed. Abducted from a self-service car wash while she was on her cell phone. Uh, the attack actually was captured on closed circuit television, and this is the last crime attributed to the baseline killer. So that finally brings us up, Joe, mm-hmm. to his final arrest. September 6th of 2006, police announce uh, an arrest warrant. On his or, sorry, birthday, sorry. mind oh, you. Huh? On his birthday, mind you. That's his birthday? <laughs> Hold on. Scrolling to the top yeah. of the note. She is not fucking lying, folks. <laughs> September 6th of 1964. Same day of the month as your birthday, not the same year. So, oh, God. He was 42. Yeah, he was like 42 that. on his birthday. Mm-hmm. Police announce an arrest. In the baseline killer case, Mark Godot was DNA linked to the sisters he assaulted, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That, that was that the far one. back. Yeah, that's, that's the one with the, one the gun. With the pregnant belly. Yes, yeah, that's Jesus. the one. Fuck. Okay. Yep. Well, all right. One of which was pregnant and was threatened at gunpoint. Okay. That's where I said it kind of loops us right back around. Uh, right, yeah. right. All right. So, oh, Maricopa County. God damn. <laughs> is that the county he was in? Yeah. Now, whoa, we've, I'm not going to get into any kind of politics, but you've heard of Maricopa County fucking Arizona. <laughs> uh, but Maricopa County attorney... Andrew Thomas stated he'd seek the death penalty if Godot was convicted. Yeah. Now, Godot at some point got a wife. Yeah. During all this shit that was going on, had a wife. Wendy Carr. Again, everybody, I'm I'm telling you, like, we'll fucking send you the links. It's crazy how much this guy shows up on lists. Because like I said, I wanted to do do a fucking Black History Month. Yeah. So I was looking. But every fucking list that I saw, and I mean, there was at least... I'd say three to five of them that I went through and kind of did some research on them. Godot was always at least in the top 10. And most of them, he was top five, which is why he got picked. Yeah. And, but the information about this guy is so so fucking, is spotty as shit. Oh my God. Yeah. But definitely worth still and, and, And I wanted to bring up, he had this wife and because even, I don't know how long they were together and that was kind of elusive. She was like rallying for his side. I mean, up until I think 2015 or 2016, she was still running social media. It's like release him, free him. Wow. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. No. It's crazy. It says here his wife Wendy Carr maintained his innocent through innocence throughout his mm-hmm. trial, and she stated uh, that I guess the investigators or whatever planted evidence on the sec uh, from the second investigation actually in Godot's home. Yeah. So they did one run through. They right. were Something about focusing on like black and white tennis shoes. Um. You know. Uh. I guess the forensic team was pissed off. Like, why didn't you get all of their shoes? So that second time around, they got all the shoes, and that's where they found more DNA. And they actually ended up finding evidence. I believe somebody's jewelry ended up falling out of of a shoe. And so that's where the wife is saying, oh, they were planting evidence. That, you know, why didn't they find out on the first go around? But 
It's shoddy. It's it's shoddy. It it was there. Well, I mean, you gotta. I mean, I, I was, honestly, I, you already got some fucking DNA. I'm, I I don't know. I'm white. I appreciate the country song "Stand by Your Man," <laughs> but uh, ladies, you know, come on. Eventually, at this point, but th- I mean, you have to see you... it from her perspective though, too. Like I I see it. Like if you're you love somebody and this is all the shit's Fair. going down, you have not has had an inkling that they were like this. And some of the shit's not like linking up from your perspective. You're going to see him as innocent. I don't give a shit what you think. Well, like, it's, it's good to know that you would have my back for a little bit. <laughs> I know you though. You're smart enough to eventually you'd be like, Oh no, that's all lining up. Fuck this motherfucker. Divorce yeah. paper time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. There's a threshold. Like you stand by your man until DNA links everything up. And you're like, Okay, well, even if they plan like two or three pieces of evidence, you did some really fucked up shit that you already got linked to. Peace. Yeah, why they got like, your DNA? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just I, we it. don't like, know if she even knew about the shit he went to fucking jail over right. the, or prison the first time. Like, she, we don't know if he. Well, again, you know, we don't know if he if he was honest with her and told her he had a record or if he could kind of. Uh, stay below the radar with that construction work job so that he didn't have to bring it up to her. Well, again, so you don't even know if he disclosed that history. Right. So, well, and that's what I'm saying. With all the notes, this is where his wife suddenly turns up in the fucking notes. Yeah. We didn't find a fucking year of marriage. Uh, I don't know if she, who fucking knows? They could have been high school sweethearts or literally could have got married the week before he was arrested for the best of my fucking knowledge. Yeah. Again, this is one of those, if, if you're out there and you're like, oh, I love doing like investigations. I don't, if you write about, this is one primed for a real good investigation mm-hmm. that someone really fucking digs deep on. Because trust me, at least what exists on the fucking Google moderated fucking internet nowadays, mm-hmm. this is as good as it fucking gets pulling. I mean, like I said, we, there may be some really true shit that we fucking ignored because it only showed up on one fucking document yeah, and there was yeah. no way to corroborate the shit. Yeah. But we don't like to do that kind of stuff. But Yeah, Joe- I thought because of how recent it had been that I'd find like a case file or some shit, something had been released, but there was nothing. Well, yeah, because you found that on Henry Lewis Wallace for last week's episode. Yeah. That's why the, the notes on him were fucking extensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, but, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Yeah. So, all right, Joe, take us. We're at December 7th of 2006, mm-hmm. folks. The police, the Phoenix police, uh, they, they finally announced who they have in custody yeah. as the baseline killer. So it's yeah. been about three months at this point. Uh, Joe, December 14th of 2007, it's been one year and one week since the initial arrest. What finally starts to happen? Yeah. So at this point, he's sentenced to 438 years in prison for the two September, September 2005 sister rapes. So, um, so that's that's all he was initially convicted for. He already initially, had life. Yeah. Basically so yeah. at least two or three life sentences. Absolutely. At that point. So literally three years and nine months since that initial arrest. Well, give us the date there. Yeah, October thirty yeah, October thirty first, two thousand eleven. The verdict reached in baseline killer case and he was actually found guilty. It's this crazy. Is, yeah, the this case is, went on for more for almost four years after just the stuff about the sister rape. Because of all the baseline killer evidence, I think and shit. it's that daisy chaining of the evidence. I think right. like ballistics, DNA, trying to find that fucking gun, couldn't find it, just having to get things put together. Well, either way, now we're finally actually getting. I mean, uh, uh, literally, he was he was arrested September sixth, September sixth of two thousand and six, mm-hmm. October thirty first of twenty eleven. Yep. Uh, as you actually, wow, you put that in the notes. Good job there. Three <laughs> years and nine months since he was arrested, we're actually finally getting some sort of just 
justice and mm-hmm. some sort of, of verdict on the actual murders, Joe. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so they found guilty of nine counts of first-degree murder. I want to preface this. Listen, yeah. if you have a phone calculator, <laughs> break it out. Because this is, this is what we were talking about, all the shit that he actually was charged with. And why, like when I was saying earlier about that kind of gap historically in 83 and 89... We we know he was we know we got picked up for shit, but there's not a lot to go on about what crimes were committed and shit in that six year gap. That's why I was like, it could literally be anything, and he could have done just dozens of them. Because read out what he was actually convicted of, Joe. Yeah, and sorry, you're whipping out calculators. I actually should have went back to. They actually had a total number. Completely forgot to go back and actually do the math and make sure that that was actually the total and Hold put on, it in the I'm notes. Pulling up the calculator on. <laughs> I'm pulling up the calculator on the Mac right now that we're recording on. You read everything off. I'll give you a total. All right. So uh, nine counts of first-degree murder, five counts of sexual assault, three counts of attempted assault, uh, ten counts of kidnapping, twelve counts of armed robbery, four counts of attempted armed robbery, three counts of sexual abuse, nine counts of conduct with a minor, thirteen counts of aggravated assault, and three counts of indecent exposure. That, that is a total of 71 counts. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just assume, because we don't have the breakdown as far as what all he was... I'm going to assume he was convicted of at least two to three crimes per sister in that rape case that he was convicted of in 07. Mm-hmm. Mostly because 438, if we're talking about two crimes, that doesn't divide into two life sentences. Mm-hmm. That honestly sounds more like four life sentences, maybe five. Yeah. So but we're gonna so we're gonna assume, let's just assume safely he got two counts for each sister. Mm-hmm. Could have been way more. We're looking at at least 75 counts here. Yeah. Possibly potentially up to 70, I said 75, so up to 77 or 79 potential counts between his initial uh, conviction date where he was sentenced to the 438 years for the the, the rapes of the two sisters in September Mm -hmm. of 05 and what was finally handed down on October 31st of 2011. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, I'm glad they got him. But I think, oh, man, that is, well, honestly, you know, that's actually kind of a speedy trial if you think about it. Something that is, like, that polarizing for an area that that many crimes in such a short period of time, notoriety of the case even in general, that's actually kind of a quick trial. I, I, you know what? Now, now you think about, like, O.J. Simpson or some shit where, like, it took fucking forever or the Casey, I mean, Anthony, there's a lot Casey of Anthony or, you know, just like really, really long ass cases. And it was about of, like one person, one murder, yeah. one thing. Yeah. But like the fact that even that this is multiple homicides and, and, and rapes and robberies all in a short period of time. Like I'm, you know, I don't know. It, it, no, <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, it, it sounds bad until you, 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 you read out all the counts and then you add up the fact, okay, uh, you know, they're calling through fucking evidence, messing with brand new DNA. Yeah, we're talking, I forget what the number was, 71 or 73 counts yeah. just in this conviction alone. Yeah. So, yeah, when you figure that all that took place in about three years and nine months, 
it's not terrible for the American judicial no, system to be no, fair. But no. then again, I mean, we're talking fucking Maricopa County, yeah. fucking Arizona. And again, if you don't know about Maricopa County, <laughs> Arizona, you ain't watching Fox. You ain't watching MSNBC. You ain't watching CNN. You ain't even using Google as a fucking homepage and getting them fucking updates. Really? Because I have no idea why that's Chef a bad Joe area. Joe Arpaio? What? God damn. Just nurse people. Just just what nurse people, Joe. What are you Joe. talking about? I know. All right. So let's, let's wrap I'm it up. Sorry. Here. No, wrap it up. <laughs> I'm here not representing this. us well, am I? <laughs> uh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. One of us has to have their fucking sanity. It might as well be you. And it's best it's you because you're going to be trying to save people from dying and shit. So, all right, Joe, get get us to uh, uh, just a, almost a month later, November 30th of 2011. Yeah. So Mark Goudeau was finally sentenced to death. He is actually currently on death row, Arizona State Prison Complex in Eman. He is currently 57 years old. Now, I will say this because I saw this in um, one of the articles, mm-hmm. um, and you didn't put it in. That's that's perfectly fine. But I do know that the I think the last time that I could find it actually written or recorded that he had had any kind of appeal. Obviously, when you got the death sentence, you have appeals out of the fucking ass. Nothing wrong with that because I don't, you know, one innocent person put to death is one fucking way too fucking many. Mm. Um, but I do know in oh in uh, sorry not oh uh, 2016, I, I don't I can't I cannot remember the month off the top of my head, but he did do an appeal, I guess, to just finish out life, yeah. and he was yeah. denied at that mm-hmm. point. Um, so that's as much as what's up to date at this point. He's currently still hanging out on death row and has. Almost fucking 80 convicted fucking accounts of, like, fucking felonies to his name. The dude's never leaving prison, which is a good thing. But, yeah, that's, Joe, that's fucking Mark Godot, the baseline killer, an Arizona boy. We don't live in Arizona, but... Sporadic, criminal. I I don't know. That was a weird one for me. It was, and like I said, it was one of those that... Particularly as the research went along, because like I said, I you you were assembling notes, but I was pulling, you know, articles yeah, and shit like yeah. that. And it was one of those where like it was we got so close to the date that it was due to actually record it yeah. <laughs> that like it it had to fucking happen. But as we were digging through shit, I was like, oh my fucking god! And like I said most of it, it really just surprised me how somebody where there's just not that much. Like, just, a, I don't know, there's just not a lot of fucking sound, I don't, I want to, I mean, there's evidence, obviously, the guy went to fucking jail, but I, reporting or research on this guy or something mm-hmm. like that, yet he appears so high up in a lot of these lists of well, prolific African-American serial killers. It's crazy, because he has siblings. Like, how do we not know more about his childhood? Like he has so many fucking siblings. No, I, I agree. And I get you're like the second of the second youngest. But like still you were twelve and everybody knew the parents died and you know, there's gonna be hyper focus on you. He's like, Oh shit, you know, the kids, you know, the youngest kids, oh woe is them. Like well, but, so I mean they, well, they knew he his of his existence, but Maybe that's the reason why they don't come out of the woodwork or, or like they try to like keep a low profile because it's like we do not want yeah, no, to be like our th- little brother. You got to think out of thirteen siblings, somebody. There's no way statistically, there's no way someone wouldn't. Like I said, it, I don't know why it's not researched well enough. And the funny thing of it is, is that you bring up siblings, and that would have actually, from what you're talking about, if someone was digging deep to them, even if he lost touch with all thirteen of them. 
fuck after he left high school it would have they should still be able to give us some more details on childhood and that's one of the actually scarcest parts of mark godot's history that there's not a lot about you know and, and like i said maybe he was i mean we talked about how he was obviously good enough at football to be on the teams and shit through high school but not good enough to be of any note. Mm. Was it? I mean, the guy had a good body for it. If you look at pictures of him, he, yeah. he looks like him. He's, he had you know, the stature of it. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, did he just not apply himself? Did he want to do it to do it because it felt what was right, but there was no passion or whatever mm. that was going on there? And, you know, it, that's, that's, I don't know. Like, that's, that's, that would be something great. Even if someone could get one interview, a, a good, even updated interview, because, I mean, again, like, it, he's very fascinating. He's very well known. Certainly, if, you, if you're looking up, like, top U.S. African-American serial killers, yeah. he's well known. Yeah. But it's crazy how well his story is known, but the details aren't. Yeah. It, and I think part of that, too, is, like, there was actually another, um, shit, I should. He was fucking- a shooter. Yeah, there there was actually a shooting serial killer that was actually interlocking in dates with his. And so kind of like the media was kind of split on two different, you know, killer you setups. Just, you would just think, because I, mean, yeah. I mean, true crime has never been more popular than it is now. Mm. And there's never been more avenues to enjoy true crime than with podcasts, with YouTube, mm. things of that nature. Yeah. If you're a true crime junkie, you can get it 24 fucking 7, oh, yeah, whether yeah. it's slickly produced on a cable network or a shitty podcast like us. Yeah. Yeah. You can get that shit, and it's just crazy that somebody who showed up it's so crazy often on my list. people that actually listen to us and and come back actually every week, and thank you. <laughs> that's, that's that's very very fucking yeah. fair. But I, yeah, that's that's and honestly, that's one of the reasons that once I started seeing all the the the, the gaps when it came to Mark Godot, it 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 was kind of a catch twenty two because it was like this is gonna be fucking tough. But now I feel like we have to do it even more. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we don't like to do the ones everybody knows. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's the same reason why we're horror fans. And yeah. we'll, watch, we'll watch fucking, you know, some mainstream horror with you and yeah. fucking enjoy it. But most of what we're going to dig on our own is the more obscure shit and things like yeah. that. Because we're just, you know, we're motherfucking about that life. And most of our people are fucking dreadheads and shit like that. They're the same way. There's no none of our dreadheads are blowing us up being like, please do Dom. None of them. Yeah. And most of the reviews, which thank y'all for leaving them, y'all definitely leave as many as you possibly can. Uh, take one of your family members' fucking iPhone and post a good review. Or if they have Spotify, no matter what their phone is, go on there and throw a five star on it and fucking yeah. help us out or thumbs up some YouTube videos. But they're not asking us to do that stuff because. They're the same way. They're 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 fucking old souls at this fucking shit. They're like, no, we're just as fucked up at them. Bring us new. We need fresh blood. <laughs> but yeah, so that's hey, that's one of the reasons why we did Mark Godot. And yeah. I, I again, I want to point out, if there's anybody out there who's like trying to do like I don't know. There's a lot of people who like to fucking ride amateur, and I say amateur, you know, because we don't know you, but you like to like to fucking. He would think about self-publishing a book or they have a blog or, you know, and talk about true crime and like to dig the research and stuff. This guy right here should be a pretty big, uh, uh, well, not even a bad way, but a pretty big, like 
assignment task that I think really needs to be fucking done. Yeah. He's only currently 57. I know he's the youngest of his siblings, but that dude has probably at least somewhere between 7 to 10 still living older siblings. Yeah, and I'd still like to get, uh, oh, is this uh, Wendy Carr's, like, perspective again, like, get an interview, like, you know, just to see from her perspective of, like, you know, y'all had, like, a pretty normal existence, and you saw it from this perspective of seeing somebody find evidence on the second go-around, and why wasn't all this stuff taken the first go-around? Well, I, I I think a lot of that is suspect too. So I'd like to actually see her perspective. Well, and and it's it's interesting that um, Mark Godot comes up right after Henry Louis Wallace because if you haven't listened to that episode, fucking go back. That's maybe one of the most researched episodes we did because literally it was crazy. There's not a shitload on the surface level, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you dig like one scoop with a shovel, you find something. You dig one more time, you find something else. That one, you know what I'm saying? It was one of those. It just kept going. You remember my notes were fucking extensive because I was like, literally, I would click from one thing to a next thing, and there was something new there. Yeah, and then there was something you had to else. Figure there. out how to piece it together, right. timeline oh, wise. And Jesus, like, can was, I substantiate a, this somewhere else? Like, yeah, that I feel you. I got. Oh, uh, that's a exactly fuck, how I felt a on fucking this one. nightmare. But those first yeah. week numbers were fucking beautiful. So I appreciate y'all doing that. Yeah, it was worth the work. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And, Again, that wraps up week three of of Black History Month. I keep wanting to say African-American because I feel that's what I'm supposed to say. But legitimately in the U.S., it's known as Black History Month. They haven't changed that? I, you've, I, I'm not getting into that because I'm not boiling anyone's blood. I'm not saying if they oh, should no, or I, shouldn't. I, I wasn't but sure, No, it's still, it's still Black History Month. Uh-huh. I, you know, whatever. But that was Mark I mean, the baseline killer slash baseline rapist. You know, again... I, I mean, I had fun helping you dig the stuff. I know it was a little <laughs> frustrating on the notes, but I mean, you had fun. I mean, did oh, yeah. you, I didn't know about this cat. Yeah, I was just really rusty at it. So, yeah, I appreciate uh, you getting through the notes with me. <laughs> no, and that's one of the things I swear. I mean, I, you know, I honestly, when we were going to do Black History Month, I did it. I don't mean this in a negative way. And if you listen to the fucking show, you know who the fuck I am and how I talk. I almost meant it as a joke. Like, no one would ever expect us to do a Black History Month. Yeah. So it was like, let's fucking do a Black History Month, because there's plenty of fucking badass black fucking serial killers you want to talk about. And honestly, we avoided a couple of the big ones. What was it? Wayne Little, who was uh, in season two of Mind Hunters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, uh-huh. and I, really, I find his story fascinating, but I'm sure a lot of you motherfuckers, if you're listening to something as obscure as us, you've watched Mind Hunters on Netflix, and if you haven't, that's literally... <laughs> the best show to ever watch on netflix it's an original and it was only two seasons they kind of yeah. did one crime per season hopefully they'll was bring that it back COVID we'll runner? yeah yeah, yeah. covid kind of shut that oh, down yeah, okay. contracts didn't extend but we'll see but the first the, the two seasons that are there are fantastic mm-hmm. um but yeah he would have been on there but like literally before these four samuel little was the only one and i i basically just knew of his fucking name mm. And so I, I've had a fucking blast doing this this yeah. month. I swear to God, I'm going to figure out what, what like, all the heritage. Yeah. I was actually just thinking appreci- that as, like, Asian. We should. Um, Native American. Asian will be so fucking easy to yeah. do. Because Canadian, I know you're, like, like I know keep it kind of close and, you know, close I know by. you're Filipino, so you're like, I don't know. No, <laughs> no. 
the Japanese and the Koreans will handle that shit. And if you're <laughs> Japanese or Korean and you're listening to this, you know I love you, but you fucking know. You know what I mean? You guys are the fucking white people of Asia when it comes to serial killing. So we may do that because I've had a lot of fun. There's one more week left to go. I'm not going to spoil uh-huh. what it is. You guys will get the updates like we always do. But as always, we appreciate y'all so much for, for giving us this much time during the yes. week. Coming um, back after our long hiatus. Thank y'all for the support. Right, the plays have been right there. Yeah. We thank y'all so much. Joe, in wrapping it up, because they're probably you're drunk or high <laughs> or both, what's the best place to link up with us? Oh, uh, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. And one more time, Joe, what are they going to find there? Uh, direct links to the most popular podcast uh, streaming platforms, our social media, our merch store, and our donation tiers. Beautifully done, as always. And again, don't forget, if you want some free five-star super spreaders, spread the dread podcast stickers, go on Apple or Spotify, drop us a five-star yes. review, take a screenshot of it, message that to us on Facebook or IG or gmail along with your mailing address and we're going to send you a couple for free just for feet being so dope as leaving us that five star review joe you got anything else no no i'm good i, I think uh, it was gravy i appreciate all the research <laughs> you did and assembling those notes you did a great job especially Thanks. with somebody that hard to fucking pin <laughs> down so i definitely appreciate it and of course we appreciate all of you yes. we hope that y'all have a fucking great morning noon or night and of course whether it's morning noon or night we hope you're listening to spread the dread podcast and we think you should take the advice of our man jack torrance why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here <laughs>